It's the radio segment that Ryan Reynolds pictures while he's making love to his wife, Blake Lively. Oh, wow. Okay, sorry, Blake. Laser Stories, <laughs> a segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everybody else does, except we do it better because we have a laser. And those other dummies just don't. This first laser story is out of Manitoba, Canada. The other day, some paramedics were driving through the city when they stopped their ambulance suddenly in the middle of the street. The reason why? Well, they both saw a naked guy running around who seemed to be high on meth. Mm. Ain't nobody got time for that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just a guess. Mm -hmm. General guess. He's screaming at that trash can. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Probably meth. Someone's got a case of the Monday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the two paramedics got out to help him, and when they got close and told him, quote, everything's gonna be okay, that's when the unthinkable happened. Uh -oh. Suddenly the naked guy had a huge burst of speed, oh. ran past them, and jumped into their ambulance and sped off. It's a P-A-R-T-Y because I said so! I actually did not see that coming. Wow, power yeah. surge! Yeah, and the Canadians are like, oh, sorry. <laughs> there was sorry, about, sorry about that. There wasn't time for a police chase, though, because he crashed the ambulance into a building about a block away. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it didn't work out well. Fortunately, no one was hurt, except for minor injuries to the naked guy. He was taken to the hospital where he's now recovering. Mm -hmm. And because of that bizarre situation, authorities had to put out a statement urging the public not to steal ambulances. Because <laughs> with everything going on in the world right now, we kind of need them. Yeah. Can you imagine the public information officer like, you want me to tell people what? Yeah. Why do you think that they not already know this? They didn't say anything about fire trucks or oh, police okay, cars, Jeffrey, so I think those I are think still they, fair game. No, it's not. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Williamstown, Massachusetts. There's a 34-year-old guy named Christoph Hermansdorfer. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's an awesome name. I'm serious, that's his real name. Oh, man. Hermans with two R's and two N's. Hermansdorfer. Then Dorfer, yeah. So Hermansdorfer. <laughs> Anyway, the other day, Christoph Hermansdorfer was in a friend's car driving through Vermont, and according to the police report, while the two were enjoying the scenery, apparently Christoph had a, quote, very large pickle. Oh! Uh, I think what I is know that? what you mean. I mean uh, it's not a euphemism. It's oh. not. He really just had a big pickle <laughs> with okay. him in the car. Okay, all right. And there's <laughs> no word pickles. on why he did this, but instead of eating it, Christoph decided to throw it out of the car window while they were driving down the highway. What? You're well, racing a good pickle. You know what happened? He thought it was dill. He took one little lick and it was a sweet pickle. Oh, yeah. Then throw that awesome. thing out. Oh, Get rid of it. You're right, bro. Unfortunately for everyone involved, the pickle flew out of his window at light speed Whoa. and accidentally hit a 59-year-old guy from the Vermont Agency of Transportation oh. right in the back. What? Oh, my God. Oh he my was assaulted God. by a pickle? Mm -hmm. <laughs> According to the authorities, the extremely large pickle, quote, caused him pain. Oh. <laughs> How big was this yeah. thing, dude? So Kristoff was pulled over a little while later, and then he was arrested, and is now facing misdemeanor assault charges. What? It really was assault by pickle. With a rogue pickle. <laughs> okay. We'll keep you updated on this story if any developments happen. Hopefully they took that pickle into evidence, because this trial could last a while. It's a good point. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a good thing it was already pickled. Yeah, put that pickle on the stand. Uh -huh. This next laser story is out of Kewanee, Illinois. We've heard a lot about Guinness records that have been broken lately, mm -hmm. but I don't know who would want to break this one. A woman named Emily Canelo Sims just set a new Guinness World Record for the largest overdue library book fine in history. What? Double rainbow. Oh, my God. 
And she recently returned a poetry book called Days and Deeds that her mother checked out back in April of 1955. She actually went back and returned it? Yep. Like, at that point, you're just like, yeah, it's ours. I mean, we've had it. It's like a family heirloom. Yeah. I have, like, a huge collection of blockbuster movies that they're never going back. The total fine that she paid for that late book was $345.14. Did anyone else expect that to be higher? I mean, if we're talking since 1955. I know, but for a book? That's so expensive. Emily found it in her mother's house 47 years later and presented the library with a check for overdue fines. She paid it. Yep. Surprisingly, the library accepted it, too. Oh, Oh, yeah. They're like, this is the most money we've made in 10 years. (laughs) Turns out the fine had accumulated at two cents a day when she paid it 47 years later. Oh, that's why it was so cheap, because we're talking 1955 prices. So that's how they got to $345.14. Though the fine was the largest ever paid, some books have taken longer to return to the library. Okay. Like George Washington. President George Washington borrowed a book called The Law of Nations from the New York Library after becoming president, and he never returned it. Oh, man. Yeah, that whole apple tree or whatever, that cherry tree that he... Remember, wasn't he supposed to be the truthful one? Mm -hmm. I'm starting to think politicians may not be so honest, Jeff. I mean, even the first one. Big fat liars. (laughs) Their Mount Vernon estate finally brought that book back 221 years later. (laughs) Do you think they were embarrassed? No, I I think he got a presidential pardon on his fine. (laughs) This next laser story is out of the interwebs. People's mental health is not so great right now. Yeah, shocker. Between pandemics, economic depression, civil unrest, it's a lot for everyone to deal with. But not to worry, because the company Zappos is here for you. Yep. How? I say that because the online shoe and clothing retailer wants everyone to know they understand that times are tough. Okay. And that's why, according to a recent press release, you can call Zappos and the reps are encouraged to talk about anything you want to talk about. Really? Wow. I mean, I guess, but... I just feel like I'd end up in some, like, heated argument with a Zappos customer service agent about the geopolitical climate, and it would all end worse than it started. The move comes after the company found that last month, callers ranked the small talk with their customer service reps as important. So they decided to go with that. Okay. And now Zappos is even encouraging people to call for help with recipes, homework, or just for a little chit-chat. Homework. The Zappos customer service agents are like, we do not get paid enough for this. Mm-hmm. People are outsourcing their homeschooling now yeah. to Zappos. It's not a bad look. That's smart, yeah. though. Their website reads, stuck in the middle of a project? Looking for services that are open in your town? Need someone to help you with research? We're here to lend an ear. Oh, my God. Well, that's nice. I can't wait for two months from now when we get a list of the weirdest calls they received. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to be careful what you tell people. Yeah. Because what if someone calls and wants to have some naughty talk? Well, hey, well, Zappos is here for you. Yeah, they said I'm, anything. Yeah, you said you know, anything. You're lonely. We get it. <laughs> well, it's good. Now we've just given Jose plans for his weekend. You're See, welcome, yeah, Jose. You're, you won't be so lonely, you buddy. I appreciate yeah. it. One New York customer, Rose Wang, says she ended up talking to a rep in Las Vegas about all kinds of subjects for 45 minutes. What? After initially calling in with a question about Crocs. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
Speaking of Crocs. I mean, it did start bad to begin with, yeah. This guy loves talking about them. Oh, yeah, he does. And humping them, too. <laughs> That's the sound of a turtle humping a croc. That's and how the holes get in there. It is. And it means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Monday.